Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is a brand new episode of So What'd You Think? Uh, I'm your host, Nick Ledoux. Uh, for those who don't know, the show is a movie podcast show where me and a guest will come on and we'll discuss a movie that we've just seen and uh, give our immediate reactions to it. Um, so today, I've brought on my roommate, Kenny. Welcome, Kenny. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, Kenny has come on once before. He came on for uh, Parasite about a year ago and ended up winning Best Picture. That was cool. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah, so anyway, today we have watched uh, an anime film called Paprika. Uh, this film came out in 2006. It is described as a Japanese science fiction psychological thriller film. Uh, that's what it says on Wikipedia, at least. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> um, what it is. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty trippy, pretty uh, psychedelic, uh, and generally the plot of this of this movie is uh, essentially this this device that uh, therapists use to help patients by uh, enter their dreams. So they help. That's the that's the goal of the device, but uh, it gets stolen, and people start entering their dreams uh, without their permission. Uh, that's kind of the general plot of this of this film. Um, yeah. Kenny, so what'd you think? <laughs> General thoughts. We're going to do spoiler-free for the first couple minutes. Oh, yeah, so, uh, what, are, what are your overall thoughts um, for people who haven't seen this film? It was crazy. It was wild. <laughs> it was wild. It was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And like the fact that, I keep saying this, but the fact that it's all hand-drawn mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah. Well, I guess not all of it, because there were like bits and pieces that were like kind of a mix of like 3D and 2D. Yeah, the animation was crazy because it was, it, yeah, it was like the people were 2D a lot of the time, but then like some of the backgrounds would be 3D. Yeah, and it would like, like rotate with it. Yeah. And you'd see it all, and it's like, dude, it, it's, it was a jarring experience. I was uncomfortable for a good amount of it, honestly. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. This movie is really good. Um, it's, it kind of jumps all over the place. The plot is like uh, kind of complicated, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's really good. It does get kind of a uh, creepy at times. I would say there's a lot of creepy imagery um, the in doll? this. Yeah, the dolls. Like that was the yeah. worst part of it. The doll. It, yeah, it wasn't like any jump scares in this movie or anything. It wasn't like horror per yeah, se. It wasn't. But there were like those images that like really are gonna stick in my head. Uh huh. Um, and I did not really quite expect that going into this movie. Um, that was kind of surprising. Yeah, I had no idea. The only thing I knew about the movie was that it was compared so much with Inception. Yes. And that's like all that I knew about it. So I knew it was going to be like something crazy about jumping between realities and like all the crazy colors and things breaking apart. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to see how similar it was, honestly. Yeah. There were some key moments where I was like, that's exactly Inception. Like literally piece by piece. That's exactly Inception. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, yeah, there was like not to go too specifically for the people who haven't seen this yet, but mm-hmm. like there's there's one scene with the hallway that's very mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. Um, and even the main character, there's a lot of similarities. Um, 
yeah, the whole elevator sequence too. We yeah, can get into yeah, the specifics, yeah. I guess. After. <laughs> a little bit. There's, a little there's, bit. there's a lot of elements, and of course, the whole general plot too of entering dreams and mm-hmm. dreams among dreams and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, the idea of people invading other people's like privacy yeah. by going into their into their head. Yeah. Um, yeah, that idea is definitely there in both. It's kind of funny that we like watched right now because um, there's that whole like Neuralink thing going on that I've been reading about in the news. Have you heard about it? No, what, what is this? Okay, so there's this thing called Neuralink. I think <laughs> yeah. it's called Neuralink. I'll have okay. to look it up later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like an Elon Musk thing. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to like insert microchips or something into your head. For like information? I don't know what it actually is. Yeah? Okay, here. It says Neuralink. Uh, neurotechnology company founded by Elon Musk. Uh, developing implantable brain machine interfaces. Whoa. And this is like a real thing. Yeah. Like they're gonna like start doing trials on animals or something. And they're trying to make this work. Very similar to like the main machine in the movie that they use. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of crazy that we're watching that this like now for the first time. Yeah. This is like starting to become real. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the ideas of like technology in this film and like the dangers of it going too far, that idea is definitely prevalent. That's mm-hmm. weird. I didn't, I've never heard of this thing. I'm going to look that yeah, up. Yeah, it's this. really scary, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Before we go into spoilers here, I also want to ask like, so why, why did you want to watch this movie? Like, why did you, cause you chose this movie. Um, mm-hmm. what made you want to watch this movie? Why, why did we... Well, it was mainly because everyone said it was so similar to Inception. Like, all over the internet, people would compare this movie to Inception and be Mm. like, this is, like, exactly it. So I was like, I mean, I have to know. I have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So that was, like, the main reason. But also because this guy is pretty famous. Um, I didn't know him Yeah, what do you know? Do you know much about this director? Um, Um, Honestly, not really. He seems like a somewhat auteur (laughs) kind Uh of uh, director. Yeah. his name is Satoshi Kon. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen other films, but it sounds like Perfect Blue is also a very famous one. Yeah, that's the one that was a direct inspiration for Black Swan. Is what I right. read online. Yeah. Um, so what's with all these like white people just direct <laughs> like stealing the ideas from? I have no idea. Uh, I, have, I have no idea. I, I didn't even know that he was so famous until like today, when I try to like do a little bit of reading on the film and like figure out what the big deal was. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess, like, that video that we watched before mm-hmm. actually, like, helped me understand it more. The whole idea of, like, editing and cutting in space. It was really good. Yeah. It was the best I've ever seen it used, personally. Yeah. In, like, anything. Like, the match the, cuts it, and, like, all the... The match cuts. blacks and everything, like... Absolutely. Crazy. Yeah, the match cuts were crazy. I'm glad we watched that video about the director beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um because yeah, it made me notice the transitions a lot more in the film, and it's really cool going from dream to dream. How like the main character will like transition to it, even just like it'll be they'll zoom in on someone's shirt, and then that shirt, like the drawing on the shirt, will transition to the background, like the, yeah, the hills yeah, yeah. of the next scene or whatever, uh-huh. and it'll match it. And it's just like practically unnecessary. It's just like it's just cool. It's I just know. like added. It's, yeah, it kind of reminds me of like music videos. You like music videos mm. do that kind of thing. Where they like move the camera, fly it through all these different shots going on, and they just like blend together, kind of like like in a music video. 
And that's exactly right. how I kind of felt about it. Like, if I played, like, some jazz record and it didn't listen to the audio, it would be amazing. It would be so cool to watch all the colors fly through the air and, like, all, like, the weird shapes and, like, these weird creatures coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like... Because I think a lot of it is, like, dreams and stuff mm-hmm. in the film. It has a sense of, like, fluidity. Like, the mm-hmm. whole thing, it's just kind of, like, each scene blends into one another. Besides, there's, like, one major, like, cut to black, I think, in the film. But, mm-hmm. like, other than that, it's just, it's very fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels, like, very just, like, surreal. Like, I don't think any, like, live-action movie could, like, do what this did. Yeah, I don't um, think so either. Yeah, like, it, the animation lends itself so well to the story. And yeah. It, yeah. It's such a it's prime like example remarkable. of, like like why like 2d animation and stuff like that is so important and like why it's so different because i mean sometimes i hear people talking about like like the whole movement that disney has of like making everything 3d like lion king was like 3d Mm -hmm. jungle book was like like live action like they're trying to make all this stuff like look real Mm -hmm. to like replicate reality but it's like you'd lose a lot when you do that because like in in like the 2d art form that this movie's made in you can actually manipulate it way more Mm-hmm. like make all those scenes way better that way and like right. the whole idea of like the frames I remember in the video that we watched before he was talking about how he draws it in a way specifically so that when you look at it you can read the information quicker mm-hmm. than if someone you showed someone doing it in live action so the movie actually gets more information across more efficiently because of the way that's drawing and everything and that's like that's like something you don't get in live action movies or like all this 3D animation stuff so yeah absolutely I think there's definitely a great case to make I think this is like a great example Mm -hmm. um, of like why like not even just animation but like even anime even more specifically is like why there's like merit to this like I haven't even seen that many anime films but this has totally got me yeah (laughs) this is yeah this is it's cool like the story worked really well with it too like there seemed like a reason for it like it's it kind of reminds me of like when people complain about like a four by three aspect ratio, mm-hmm. like we watched Meek's cut off mm-hmm. and it had that aspect ratio yeah. and like a lot of people were like, why are you doing that? It's like stylistic and there's no point to it. Like, yeah. which I can kind of un- like you know that I think there's an argument against that too. But like I think people make the same with animation. It's like well, I would rather just see a live action version. Animations for kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think this like shows like how dark and creepy and scary it can be (laughs) and like what the possibilities it can do over even any live action thing and like if if this was live action it would be cheesy like just the yeah faces popping up and like yeah having to like people wear costumes like clowns and stuff yeah totally yeah this is yeah it's very cool it kind of leads into my other question which i had for you which before we go into uh spoilers but uh Anime as a, like a genre, because mm-hmm. I, I know you're you're a big anime guy, so <laughs> yeah. I want I want you to uh, make the case for anime for the people who who may be listening to this and uh, aren't big fans of anime. Yeah, um, it's like I feel like every kid in America has seen um, like Fairly Odd Parents or like SpongeBob SquarePants. You mm-hmm. know, like anime is just like that version to us to like me, because mm-hmm. like instead of watching like. Like, I, when I moved to Korea, I didn't have a lot of, like, access to, like, American cartoons and stuff. So I would mm-hmm. just watch, like, One Piece. And to me, right. that was, like, a kid's cartoon. And it just so happens that, like, it has kept on going for, like, 20-plus years. <laughs> like, I can keep up with that. Right. But I think it's it's honestly just, like, a different 
culture. It's like a totally different experience and like a way of kind of like viewing society and viewing life. Like, for example, there were like way too, uh, there were way too many times in the film where they were doing things that I don't think would necessarily be accepted here in America, but to them it's like a joke. Like, do you remember when? Um, actually, should I save this for the spoiler section? Uh, yeah, no, you can mention it now. I don't think this is a major spoiler. <laughs> so there was a there's a scene where there's a woman dancing, and it's like mm. a, like a it's supposed to be a funny bit, and then another man like crawls up and looks up the skirt. Do you remember that? Yeah. So that kind of thing is like pretty prevalent in anime, but that's because in Japan, I guess they're not as socially progressive as here in the West. So to them, that kind of thing is just like a funny thing to do. It's like a bit. Hmm. But definitely here, if you show that around, and especially like try to cater it towards kids, like that's definitely not okay. So it's a it's a big like cultural gap, and I kind of see it akin to just like kids' cartoons here, anime is to like Asia. And then when you grow up, you just if you happen to keep liking animation, you just keep watching it. Right. Especially because they go for so long. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. I'm curious what that was an interesting example you used for like pro anime though. Like, oh do no, you no, f- no, that wasn't, wasn't pro anime. That okay. was just like, like the difference. Like, right. Kind of like, do you feel that anime is is more is considered more mature in like Asian culture? Like, do people view it as cartoons, like as kids like shows and stuff, or do you think there's more respect for it? No, I don't think so. I think. I mean, lots of kids my age who come from Asia watch anime still. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there's a huge, like, culture behind it, and I know, like, a lot of people watch it. So, like, no, I don't think it's, like, a kid's cartoon. Right. It's kind of, like, just another TV show to watch. Right. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think I think there's a... I think maybe in America, like, even more, I think that there's a negative perception for animated films mm-hmm. even not like anime but just like even animated films i think people just view it as it's geared for kids and you know like you yeah. know even my like my family they, they a lot of people who maybe aren't even into movies quite as much they, yeah. they they like oh i won't watch any foreign films oh i want well silent films i won't watch animated films animated films yeah. for kids that kind of thing yeah um so yeah i was just kind of curious if did you see uh, other people doing that with yeah. anime but yeah i mean they do all the time at least like my friends who come from from Asia, they all do like still, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's like a normal thing, it's like a regular thing. I don't understand why. Right. It's kind of like that's good because this is very adult way, film. But like, <laughs> yeah, but there's like a lot of adult concepts and it's pretty good. It yeah. does get kind of corny, and it does get kind of like there's like this whole like fan service thing where like they kind of over sexualize things on purpose, hmm. and like that kind of thing is like off putting to me. Is but that because the audience that, is like primarily men, or what, what? What's the reason behind? that? I mean, that's probably why. Is like because mm-hmm. it's never the men that are like over sexualizes the females. Right. So it's mainly because it's for like a like a male audience. Like it's not really catered to like like Westerners in a sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, besides that though, like do you think that's problematic though? Like when you see that in there, or you just kind of like turn the other cheek with that? Or I what? mean, it definitely is problematic. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like I'm co- I'm really uncomfortable with it. Right. Because it's just so on the nose. Right, but I mean, yeah, it's like just different culture. Yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, just unfortunate. Different. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we kind of <laughs> veered off a little bit from the film, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. For those, I think, who haven't seen a lot of anime, I would recommend this film. I think this is a good starting point because I think the story does cater itself so well to the style that it's, like, made in. And Mm -hmm. I think um, this might convince people otherwise. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think so, too. Cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think we're going to go into spoilers now. So for those who haven't seen this film... Um, you should go watch it and then come and listen to the rest of this podcast or you could just stick around and have the movie spoiled for you but mm-hmm. that's it's not as fun alright spoiler, oh, spoilers now yeah you can finally. breathe yeah uh, <laughs> I've been trying to watch what I say this entire time like yeah you did great yeah <laughs> no no major reveals <laughs> there is a lot of a lot of stuff that happens in this in this movie you got any biggest surprise moments uh, any any big reactions the introduction was great. Yes. Very, very good. I mm-hmm. was captivated immediately. Like, the fact that mm-hmm. that entire dream sequence was happening. And right. And it's like, it's just so weird. It was just so weird. He shows up in the cage, and then all the people are running at him, but they all have his face mm-hmm. as they're running at him. It's like, it was, yeah. it was awesome. <laughs> it was great. Totally. Yeah, the the intro is really interesting, and it's also it draws another like comparison to Inception because Inception also starts with this dream sequence, mm-hmm. and it's also a dream within a dream in the beginning of that film. Mm-hmm. And this one, it bounces between like five different dreams or whatever that he's in his sleep cycle or whatever. He's mm-hmm. like being pulled into all these different dreams. So it's it's similar in that way, and then he wakes up. Yeah, it's the same kind of moment. Um, yeah, the in- the introduction was crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, very. But then very also wilding. like. Um the the part when the doctor I forgot what his name was the the small guy yeah I'm blanking on his name too I forgot what his name was (laughs) yeah um yeah the the short doctor we're we're familiar (laughs) um when he starts like going off like Mm -hmm. starts saying crazy stuff yeah and then jumps out the window yes I was like whoa okay yeah I think that was a totally different thing yeah that was a great scene because I didn't realize. I thought like okay that was a crazy dream sequence at the beginning and then it's kind of it seems like it's calmed down they're just kind of talking in this room and then all of a sudden he like jumps out the window yeah. and they're like wait like is everything I'm watching a dream like every the scene from that point onward yeah. it was like okay I don't know what's real what's uh-huh. a dream um, and that just makes the whole movie so much more interesting when you mm-hmm. have that like unconscious question mm-hmm. like constantly throughout the film that's really cool yeah um, yeah I want to talk about the main character too, because I think he also not to keep bringing it to Inception, but I think like this whole like troubled man who has <laughs> yeah. this like memory that like yeah. he doesn't want to think about is like yeah. also similar, um, and even the whole elevator sequence where he like he has to go, the the elevator forces him to go on the seventeenth mm-hmm. floor, mm-hmm. Um, and you see like seventeen like thirty yeah, times, yeah. and it's, they're all lit up, and it opens into that like scene on the hallway with uh-huh. the, the the dying friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about all that? Because I think the whole like backstory with the eight millimeter film mm-hmm. and you realize that like when he shot this film at 17 years old mm-hmm. like he, he this whole scene of him shooting the friend and then the friend you know all this stuff he lost yeah. a part of himself when he lost yeah. his friend um and even the imagery of the fallen guy in the hallway was uh-huh. his face at one point yeah um yeah what are your thoughts on that it was great it was kind of like we were going through therapy with this guy yeah. Like, kind of like how it, it is supposed to be used for psychotherapy. And I think that was, like, his whole thing in the beginning, like, with all those, the dream sequences and stuff, was, like, him going through psychotherapy, I think, in the very mm. first couple of minutes. 
But it was interesting because he went from like this like traumatizing event and you and you can see him evolve and get to a point where he kind of <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, uh people that's our downstairs neighbors <laughs> likes to scream sometimes. Yeah. Um anyways. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He like reaches a point where like he kinda like accepts it because it was like mm-hmm. he had his dream and I think it's implied that like for, while he was young, he wanted to, like, get into movies. Right. I think that was, like, the whole idea of, like, the flashbacks and everything is that he wanted to be a director or something, but then he gave up on that dream to become a cop. Right. But then at the end of the movie, it's, like, you being the cop is the fulfillment of that movie that you made, you know? It's, like, a weird... Right, because the circle. film is, like, about this cop or whatever. Uh-huh. And, yeah. It, it's weird, like, how... It's like a catch twenty two. Like yeah. you can't have one without the other. Almost mm-hmm. like a yin and yang thing. Like it's like, uh, yeah. That uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it was a really great way to weave in it. It's hard to describe because they go through so much, mm-hmm. but it goes by so quickly about this guy's life. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. it's really hard to describe. You really just have to watch it. Yeah, I like the overall arc too of like this whole device that uses for therapy to like help with patience and then this whole arc too with this character like he as he's going in the dreams more he actually it it does help him and he's Mm -hmm. able to like like uncover this trauma that he faced when he Mm -hmm. was a kid Mm -hmm. um and just how they plant it throughout the movie with like the number 17 and they keep having this recurring imagery of the fallen guy in the hallway and all of that like it it's cool it's like the unconscious constantly trying to like run into his dreams come in the forefront of his dreams like Uh he's trying to escape it um, but you like can't escape this unconscious thing, and mm-hmm. it just gets more and more pronounced as the film goes on. Mm-hmm. It's really brilliant. It, yeah, it's it's like it's funny because now that you mentioned that, it, like it proves that it works. But then mm-hmm. throughout the movie, we we're trying to find ways in which it it we can't it doesn't work. Right. Like the whole point of the movie was finding out what was wrong with it and why it was a bad thing. But then at the end of it, it it's proven to work. Like right. the guy like recovers from like his like past and like what he's dealing with. So it's an interesting like duality to that. Yeah, that is interesting, and I, I think what you're onto something too is like I think this this it it shows the morality like it discusses the philosophy of whether this is like a just thing a lot more in this movie like mm-hmm. than I was expecting I guess like even at the beginning one of the first conversations about it is because it got stolen like now anyone can have the power to go into anyone's dreams, mm-hmm. um, and like there's even a line where they call that like that is terrorism. Because you're yeah. like invading someone's private, like most private thoughts, especially without their knowledge. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it is helpful for therapy and can help people. And you see both of that. You see it does help someone, and you see it can't hurt someone. They show both mm-hmm. um, as like two plot lines, yeah. and like they kind of converge at the end. You re- yeah. like, it's, that's just it's so well written. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's, so good. it's just so good. Yeah. There's just so much gray area. Yeah. It's, it's great. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's really it's really good. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the ending too while we're kind of on that because he walks out into that like city street where there's all these like movie theaters. Yeah, 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 yeah. He keeps coming back to that, and then finally he goes and see what the, I forget the name of it. Like Dancing Kids, maybe was the film. Yeah, I think it was like um, Dancing Children or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm curious if there's any significance to that name or yeah, something. I have no but idea. <laughs> yeah. nothing came to mind for me. 
Yeah, but it is it is nice. It kind of does wrap it up nicely that he can go see mm-hmm. like a film again, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like rediscover what he enjoyed like as a kid. Right. What did you think about that ending? Did did you like how kind of it seemed pretty wrapped up like that? Like it was just like you know a, a to b like no really loose ends. Yeah, I feel like. Um, yeah. What did you think about the ending? Yeah, I really liked it. I feel like he was, in a way, kind of pertinent. Like, I feel like in some way it's, like, kind of applicable. Like, for example, like, in Inception, you know? I mean, I don't remember a lot because I only watched it once and it was, like, way too much Mm -hmm. to, like, commit repeatedly. Um, But from what I remember, it, like, ends on, like, this weird notion of, like, dream or reality. Like, where are we, you know? Right, yeah. But it's, like... I feel like the ending to this movie was way more like touching because it was about a guy rediscovering something that he loved. And right. I feel like there are definitely some things in my own life that I definitely should try to rediscover after like so long. So I feel like that makes this ending way better because it just feels more personal just to me personally. Right. It, yeah. I think... What Inception does, it gets more bogged down by the idea of dreams and reality and less about the, the mm-hmm. characters involved. I mean, you do see, like, oh, does he see the face of his children again kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think this film, it doesn't even really matter. When he's seeing, when he goes to see this film, that very well could still be a dream. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like, it doesn't really matter because even if it's a dream, like, that's still his subconscious going to see the movie and finally allowing himself. It's like, it's less worried about. Um, what's real and what's not mm-hmm. and more just about the emotions and like the the people um, Yeah, so yeah. I agree. I think I, I think I like that better. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. such a good ending Yeah, yeah, it is really yeah iconic ending. There's like there's so much like really great imagery. I think um, Like just with that street with the, the, the theaters and the hallway like there's many moments of this that like stick out in your head I think mm-hmm. um, yeah. Especially like he like it shows all of his favorite movies too. Like in the in that like hallway scene with like all the movie theaters come up. Mm-hmm. It's like this guy feels like the character the cop isn't really like the main character at all. Like I feel like he kinda helps, but at the same time like it's not really his conflict, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like he's kind of just like there for the ride. But even still, he just feels so important. And, like, I feel right. like I know him, like, really well. Just because, like, <laughs> I've been, like, peeking through his dreams, like, through the movie, so. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, what do you think about, like, this whole chairman character? I want to make sure, like, I actually understood all of this. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> did all of that make sense to you? Because there was parts of it where it, it felt like almost like a fever dream. There's, like, these animation fight sequences that are going on and it's like blending from all these dreams yeah um yeah it was really cool to watch it's just like it's it's amazing animation (laughs) and um the part when um the mermaid and the fish do you remember that yes when she became when paprika became the mermaid and then the chairman became like the giant whale yeah that that was insane yeah that was so weird yeah but yeah Super weird. It does feel like kind of like a music video in that sense because it's just not. It's not tied down to any sort of like reality. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to. Like it flows from all these different ideas, and it just mm-hmm. has like more fun with it than mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of other films do. Like, 
it gets away with all these like trippy animation. I think it's kind of like I was just more like along for the ride. I kind of was less worried about some of the specifics of like exactly <laughs> yeah, what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Especially because you're always thinking like, is this real or is this not? Like, if it's not, then I don't care. But if it is, then like maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really it's really crazy. I want to talk about the music too. Um, the music is really good. I especially like the music with the the doll, like the the parade of dolls. Whenever that would come on, yeah, the like jingle. It's yeah, like, it's it like a really happy jingle. Yeah, I really like that because there was like a hint of like darkness to it almost. Though. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's I don't really know, ominous. Can't, can't really explain. Yeah, it was like creepy almost and like epic and yeah, I don't even know how to describe it really. But it was is it sets a really crazy tone mm-hmm. I mean even the intro sequence when they like just the yeah, title so sequence good. and stuff the, so the, the music for it is extraordinary yeah um, yeah the music I I really enjoyed it it was a really good fit like like you said it's like it's it's only slightly off-putting every time like every single time like the music comes up it's always like kind of weird but you like it and that makes the entire movie like way more interesting because mm-hmm. like you're seeing all these weird things happening you can't really make sense of it but now the music is like messing with you too so you're like getting attacked by both sides and just like not knowing what's gonna happen or what's going on yeah <laughs> yeah i like that and <laughs> that's yeah there's a lot going on everything's like firing on all cylinders I feel yeah like, really like, you really have to pay attention yeah and even even what we're talking about too like the the what's What's the word, I guess? But, like, the, the way, the efficiency they're able to tell the story, like, so succinctly, like, with the, the amount of frames it takes is, like, mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's fast. Like yeah, the, it's really fast. Like, blink and you miss it moments, a lot of it. A lot of imagery. Yeah. Um, like, there's one shot that is reminding me, like, they're kind of laying on the ground in some office, and then one of the characters, you see, like, the blood smear on the on the glass oh, behind yeah, it but it's yeah. so subtle like they don't draw any attention to it and the character the two characters don't see it and mm-hmm. they're still having a conversation mm-hmm. but it's just like this subtle thing and then so you kind of it builds tension without even um yeah it's like you have to pay attention and find it mm-hmm. like it's not gonna like tell you what's going on but yeah it was super creepy i remember that yeah there's just like a lot of attention to detail with like every frame like i feel like if you watch this multiple times you would Something new would thing. pop up. Yeah. Especially because, like, we watched it with subtitles, which is, like, the proper way to watch it, um, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Yeah, no No, no dub. dubs. No <laughs> yeah. dubs. Subtitles are the way. Well, but give me your reasoning for that, just, just for Why subtitles? Sake. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was originally made in Japanese. Right. Japanese voice actors are honestly really, really good. Way mm-hmm. better than dubs. Like, that's for sure. Thousands of <laughs> Do you think there's any, like, merit to any sort of, like, art in the uh, dubbing, though? Like, is that discrediting other actors that are... <laughs> in a way, yeah. Like, it is kind of. But, I mean, it just objectively is so much better, the Japanese voice acting. And yeah, I, think no, I mean, I agree like, with you. Yeah, I'm yeah, not disagreeing. Like, <laughs> as a product, I'd rather just, like, get the subtitles because I can enjoy mm-hmm. the voice acting that actually matches with the mouth movements too because that mm. that would really bug me if the mouth movements didn't match the like what they were saying um right yeah so that's the case for subtitles it's always better <laughs> you get to enjoy yeah. the voice acting that's mainly it i agree and it's also it's more like the artist's intention too mm-hmm. like the director wanted like japanese voicing mm-hmm. you know so yeah. that yeah i agree yeah but. 
Yeah. Um, but anyway. what I was saying before was because we were watching it subtitled, I kind of spent maybe a little bit too long reading the subtitles mm. as opposed to like watching <laughs> the screen, you know? You just made your case for the subtitles and now you're saying you missed part of the movie. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there is kind of like a, there's a caveat, but... Yeah, um, I agree with you. I mean, we're just saying there's so much going on on the screen uh-huh. and like sonically, like everything is just going at like there's a lot going on. Yeah, so, yeah. and then you have so to read you it. You have to read it on top of time. that. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like um, it's definitely I definitely have to rewatch it again mm-hmm. without having to worry about because I was really looking for what was going on in the script in the lines. Right. So I just had no idea what was going on. I was just like looking, digging for information. But now that I kind of get the premise of it, I feel like going back and enjoying it a second time, just watching it would be so much better because I wouldn't have to be like reading the subtitles again. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, I'm also curious with some of the subtitles, like I feel like some of the verbiage and stuff was kind of clunky at times. Yeah, it was. And it's probably just like the translation doesn't like always like correspond. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do, I'm I'm interested because so there's that one character, the guy who was like the creator of the device and he was like just this like, they kept calling him like fat and like stupid. He's and, huge. Yeah, and they make him like monstrously size, like way larger than any person would actually be. And it's all just like this big fat joke. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. I have yeah. no idea. But they, like, they would double down on it. Like even he was like, I. There's like a line in, like near the end of the film too. It's like I swallow everything. <laughs> yeah, there was like that one point like, at the end. Where she's like giving him a hug and she's like, you're fat and you're lazy and you're a slob. Yeah. And he's like, I know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. I swallow everything. Like, I have oh my no gosh. idea what's up with that. That was... Yeah, I don't know. Is it just like <laughs> supposed to be a joke? Like, <laughs> like... But then again, that other professor was like comically small. Like... Yeah. He was so small. Yeah. That's true. All the people are, were so exaggerated. Like, even though that professor's face or whatever, he would have all these, like, crazy facial expressions. He looked kind of like <laughs> Bubbles. <laughs> From Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, yeah, with the glasses. Yeah, it totally does. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's interesting, too. I mean, the animation does lend itself to that, too. Just, mm-hmm. like, it can exaggerate all these characters so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, make all these, like, visual jokes about it. Um, but it was really on the nose with the fat jokes, like... Yeah, they were just coming in like a lot, like plot points, like him getting stuck in the elevator and stuff. Like it's a yeah, major that's plot a point. Major plot <laughs> it's point. like the climax. Story. It's all and because it's like, he's too fat to get out the door. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that. Now that you mention, that's weird. It's weird how much they play off that. Yeah, I'm not super sure, but you know, 2006. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's just 2006 <laughs> yeah late 2000s whatever yeah is there anything you, you didn't like about this movie I'm kind of curious just let, let's let's critique it at all Do you, anything you didn't like or wish you wish you could change yeah the whole chairman stuff I didn't really get <laughs> yeah yeah we did kind of gloss over that yeah, too really we, right? gloss over that <laughs> we didn't realize. really know I don't think um, but yeah I just I didn't get it like I didn't understand He's the chairman of the company or hospital or whatever that makes this device. Mm-hmm. So then, why is he being the terrorist? Like I, I don't, I never understood that. 
Right, because it did seem at the beginning of the film that he was like wary of like technology going too uh-huh. far, and yeah, like, this yeah, went yeah. in the wrong hands. We got to terminate this, yeah. and then all of a sudden, he became the bad guy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, we're we're clearly missing something. Yeah, I think. definitely. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I missed that connecting point. At some point, I was like, okay, this is now just the villain. But like, yeah, just like boom, villain. Like, right. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, and like, I'm not too pressed about it. I think I think there's like a lot of other stuff to appreciate oh, and like yeah, the, the sure. main plot point I, I really think is like or what's central to this like yeah, story yeah. is that guy and mm-hmm. his like trauma and the therapy like all of that I think mm-hmm. is the central point I, I'm not too worried about not being like bogged down with all these details like not fully understanding it I think yeah. like it was still great even though I didn't know why right but if I were to strengthen it in any way it would be kind of like that the reasoning behind that and like like why the chairman and also that other dude I forgot what his name was but his assistant or something yeah yeah I yeah, totally yeah. Fr- I had no idea he was even a plot point or a character until he showed up like but they were mentioning his name throughout the entire movie yeah and the him so conf- like the main no no not him it was the other dude it was <sighs> yeah Man, <laughs> it's hard not to know all the names of the- <laughs> yeah I forgot what his name was yeah I don't, I don't remember either um, but basically, he was like the assistant to the chairman, mm-hmm. and he just came out of nowhere, just like boom! I'm the assistant to the chairman, and he was just like a villain from that point onward. Right. Okay. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember the name either, but he he was the one that like tried to rip her open. Do you remember? Yes. Yes. Yeah. At the table, he like the butterflies. Mm-hmm. That, yep. that weirdo. Yes. Yeah, I do remember that. That was a really intense scene. Yeah, too. that was yeah, weird. That's man. like some of the injury, imagery I'm talking about. Like that. That was it's crazy. Crazy. It's insane. Very unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I think we were all just kind of like, ooh. Like as I we were know, watching that, like, like, it was uh, like, it didn't feel like we should be watching it. I felt that. very uncomfortable. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I think, you know. I think the whole non-linear aspect of it and all these dreams, it, it makes it kind of confusing to f- follow. I think, I, you know, yeah. with the broad strokes, we understood yeah. it. But, like, some of these some of these more specific aspects, I think, like, watching it again and you, you pick up a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think, like, the, the, the pace of it is, like, pretty fast and there's always so much going on that, like, there is a lot to miss. Um, yeah, there really is. Yeah, so I mean, there's pros and cons to it. I kind of liked that, mm-hmm. and I think it worked well to like what the film was trying to accomplish. But mm-hmm. also, yeah, I don't, I don't fully understand this film yet. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I gotta like, it's just really like watch it again, and yeah, that's true. I guess when I watched Inception <laughs> too, I was like, oh, I understood that like broad strokes. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, yeah, but not like <laughs> intricately. Yeah, like. yeah, like yeah, you can spend time trying to figure it mm-hmm. all out and theorize and all that stuff. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think it's just like a type of movie. I, I don't know. I think maybe some people might be more bothered by that than others. But mm-hmm. do, do you think there's any other uh, any other aspects? I feel like that's my main critique of it yeah. too. I would also say that like it is. I get that it's an element of the film and it's important, but like the whole like, like the towards the end when like reality and dreams sort of merging together, I feel like there could have been a better way to explain that. Because mm. I, I felt like suddenly it was like, oh, they were asleep in a dream. Oh, they're like, this is reality. 
and then suddenly it just comes together and she's like asleep but also in the dream mm-hmm. and they're like together I just didn't understand that whole transition but I also feel like that's like really important to like the ending of the movie <laughs> so like I just didn't understand how suddenly dreams right. and reality were like the same thing um, yeah I mean I guess a lot of it is just more just like information about like what's going on but I guess like the whole idea is like half people ask questions about it but besides that I thought it was great <laughs> yeah it was, it was really but good. yeah I I wouldn't necessarily fault like the movie too like I feel like that's more on our part if anything just mm-hmm. like not understanding it enough yet but like I yeah. trust that the film like it would make Explains sense if it, we yeah. actually like delved into it like it, it definitely is smart writing and stuff so like mm-hmm. um yeah, but I, I agree. And there's moments where I was also just kind of confused. And yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I just didn't. But it's okay. <laughs> um, do you got any other any other thoughts about this movie that you want to let people know? Um, it's definitely <laughs> worth the watch. If you liked Inception, you'll definitely like this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, which, how, okay, since we compared it so much, do you think it's better than Inception? I think it's better. Yeah? I think it's better. Mainly just because I can definitely see myself rewatching this. Mm-hmm. Ever since I watched Inception, I've actually never rewatched it. Just because, I mean, I just didn't feel like I had that much interest in it. Mm-hmm. But with this, with all the animation, all the visuals, I kind of just want to spend time looking at it. Because someone drew everything, like, by hand. And that's right. incredible. And I just kind of want to, like, look at it again. Yeah. I mean, it's like a visually stunning. I mean, arguably, Inception is also pretty visually stunning. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I, I would, I, I would tentatively agree with you. I mm-hmm. think there is, there's a lot to unpack with this movie, and like we're just on the surface of it. I think mm-hmm. still, like there's just, and it does lend itself to like a lot of viewings, and it's shorter too. It's only an hour and a half. Yeah. It's not like the two hour and a half like Inception <laughs> or whatever. The epic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I've watched Inception a lot, so like I do. I do like that film. I haven't seen it, I guess, in a couple of years now. But like it, it there, there is a lot there too. And it, it, yeah. I should rewatch it. Yeah, you should. I should, 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 should rewatch it. Yeah. I'm also just like, like you said, like two and a half hour long movie. I'm pretty lazy, like. Right, and it's not exactly like easy. You got to like really be in focused. And yeah, like, like you got to be prepared. Yeah, yeah. I would say this movie is almost more like, um, it's like easier to digest almost. Mm-hmm. Um, than Inception is. Uh, yeah. Um, once you get past, like, I guess the idea of anime or that you have to read subtitles or something, like, yeah. it's it's shorter and, like, I think the idea of the dreams comes a lot quicker. Like, yeah. you realize which are dreams a little bit more, how they frame it at the mm-hmm. beginning and stuff. I don't know. So, I actually wanted to ask how you thought of it as, like, an intro to anime as yeah. a genre. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I mean, we started watching One Piece, I guess. We've seen a couple episodes, yeah, too. Seen, like, You've been showing three, me that. Like, yeah, we've seen, like, three episodes. Yeah, so I've seen, like, that's, like, an hour or, uh-huh. like, an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's great. I, I really like... I think I like the film more so far than what I've seen from One Piece, but that's just only because we're, like, three episodes <laughs> in. That's very but true, yeah. I love, like, this, this film is super dark, and it's, like, a story that could only really be told in this medium. For, like, after watching it, that's, like, kind of how I feel from that, and... Yeah, this is like a story that I've like you just haven't you couldn't make it 
any other way. And it's just, it's so unique. Um, I mean, even we're comparing it to like Inception, but like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but it came first, but it did come first. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a great, I think, honestly, I think for people who like, you know, cinema that like you have to think about and some people who like movies like Inception or something and they're like has hesitant about like a movie like this I think this would be a good entry point because it is it does have aspects that like are interesting if you read this premise I think it's like a pretty interesting premise like most people would be interested in it um yeah I I read the the kind of like on IMDB like that little blip that they write about it and it ended up being almost nothing like what I expected after reading that because it talks about like psychotherapy and patient in like right. a little blip but this is like full on like psychological horror thriller like. yeah <laughs> I would yeah this is like it's nearly wild. a horror film it's yeah um and the animation is like crazy it's like better than most like normal animated films I've seen as far yeah. as just like like yeah the fluidity and the transitions between all the like all these scenes and stuff and the dreams and it just works well with the idea of dreams mm-hmm. but like the way everything worked together it was seamless like there didn't seem like a moment that was wasted like mm-hmm. everything felt like it should have been there and um yeah that it was just that makes it just brilliant enough on its own right yeah i mean i think that the the amount of pre-planning that must have went into making this you know because mm-hmm. like it's not like on a dime you can kind of like switch ideas it takes a long time to like fill in these frames and like plan it out so yeah. I think that like that aspect of it is incredible yeah like the fact that someone came up with this and planned this entire movie like that frame by frame and then made it happen is like incredible yeah absolutely yeah it's really good I think we should watch more of the films like uh, that he's this guy's directed I think mm-hmm. I think um, Perfect Blue Perfect Blue, I think that should be... Yeah, that should be our next one. Yeah, we should watch that. <laughs> I think... Um, definitely. Would you do... So, my last question that I always kind of end on, so you think you rewatch this movie? Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. Just to, just to like, enjoy it without having to worry about the story. Yeah. Because I feel like I would gain a lot more if I did that. Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's so much more to unpack here. Um, yeah. And I think we just gotta like rewatch it again. And <laughs> like the more every time you're gonna watch it, you're just gonna find more. It's like yeah. it's just, that's it's one of those movies that's gonna get better and better yeah. the more you sit with it. I think. Um, cool. Yeah, this is a good movie. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks for watching it with me. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Of course. All right. So this has been another episode of So What Do You Think? Uh, we're back now. We're gonna have weekly episodes. So uh, stay tuned for next next week and we'll have another episode for you guys so peace peace